the one you started with. The one you're paying for, and the one for profit. Remember this. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote. Johnny, stop making that noise. God damn it. <laughs> I am your host, Jonathan Cote. Wait, Joining me on the did you just GD on air? No. <laughs> Maybe. We'll play it back. Just start over. <laughs> I'm going to keep that one. <laughs> keep going. He's going to keep rolling. Keep going. Joining me on the panel tonight are... Horizon Comics. Horizon Comics? What is going on? <laughs> That's Roger. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, David Arroyo. And I'm Matt Lubick. That's right. Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Johnny. <laughs> and producing, as always, is Matt Lubick. What's up? <laughs> Matt is completely uninterested because he got a switch and he's playing Zelda. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to put my mic down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, we are a spoiler podcast, so be warned. Some spoilers of some sort are going to follow, whether they be large or small. Who knows? It just varies on my mood. So um, we're also how I feel. And we're in really rare form. Yeah, tonight, we are. So. so it could get really bad. Um, we are going to do some previews, some news. We'll review some graphic novels. We typically review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book. Uh, we have a question from a friend of mine, uh, Carlos. If you're listening to this, shame on you for not uh, <laughs> delivering your weekly weekly question for us. Uh, anyway, without further ado, I'm gonna have Johnny pitch our DC book yep. this evening. Uh, the DC book uh, that we read is Green Lantern and Space Go Ghost, not Goat <laughs> Ghost. Ghost. I was like, what? I, yeah. I want to read that one. Too. <laughs> that, that'd be, It'll be a worse good. than the backup story in this issue. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, we'll get to that. By uh, James Tinian the Fourth and Ooh. or Tynan, sorry, and, and uh, Christopher Sabella is also a writer. I one of them probably plotted, the other probably scripted. If, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and with Ariel Olivet Betty, with uh, that's arts and color, art, art and colors. There we go. I'm. Not feeling great today. Anyway, uh, so this book is uh, some some big, giant, powerful weapon is somewhere far in the universe, and Green Lantern is going to go look for it. And so is Space Goat. Don't break this down. Just pitch it. Uh, I, I said goat again. I said goat again. What is wrong with me? Anyway, no, I'm trying to pitch it. Um, Space Ghost is also there. Uh, so like in any crossover comic, they have a mandatory fight, and then they join together and, you know, save the day. That's basically it. Okay. That yeah. Right. <laughs> I I should start off by saying this is the one that I was the most excited about. And the most disappointed and by. the most disappointed yeah. by. Yeah. Um, and I hate saying that because it was one of those things, at least for me, I had it built up in my head in such a way that I was like, there's no way that this can go wrong. Space Ghost and Green Lantern mm-hmm. coming together in the same thing, fighting possibly Zorak or Moltar or Brack or all these other like Space Ghost villains. Or a team up of like Green Lantern villains and and Space Ghost villains, and then both of them have to team up and stop. None of that happens. It, it yeah. Well, and after after the success that they've had with with Future Quest and with He Man Thundercats, yeah. it's like you expect these mashups to just hit it out of the park. Yeah. And, and this one felt phoned in. It yeah. It felt by the books yeah. crossover. I was like, oh, there's your mandatory fight between the two heroes, and then you know you they they're like, oh, you're not a bad guy. Okay, let's join together, and it's just yeah. like. Yeah, and the uh, premise alone, where they they end up going to this blacked out part of space to on a distress call, and end up dealing with this 
entirely like it, it's not unless I'm mistaken. I could just not be remembering like some really old Hanna Barbera Space Ghost stuff here. But I don't ever remember this race of aliens or anything ever coming into play. And like, you had this opportunity to do something like by actually, like I said, mixing these two things up. And you want to take it the route that you that they take it, where it's this mysterious planet that doesn't want any outside contact from anybody they want to like tell all their people that they're the only things in the universe that you know outer space doesn't exist and hal and and space ghost are just kind of like okay yeah there was uh, it's just there was one moment that made me like drop like the book and i was like oh screw this i don't want to read this anymore uh, where Hal's being attacked by some robots or something, and he's like, scary, scary. Think of something scary, Hal, something that terrify mm-hmm. everyone, no matter what universe you're in. And he pops up with uh, an image of Batman, and they start saying, fall back, fall back. And I'm like, who the hell would do that? It's some dummy uh, in a freaking I... cape and a mask. Like, there's nothing scary about that, especially uh, in the in the middle of the day. I'm like, why would that scare anybody? And yeah. I was just like, oh, this book sucks. Yeah, sucks I, I, a lot. I straight up went expletive this yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) that's why yeah of course i'm not fond of bat god and that seems to be the only way anybody does batman anymore yeah Yeah, i think that was Uh, meant solely to tickle the the nerd bones of of the bat fans and it it honestly made me hate this book Woo. Yeah, no, it didn't. That didn't make me hate this book. The backup story made me hate. This I book. I did not care okay. enough to read the backup story. <laughs> we, thank God. Thank, okay. God. Yeah, we we need. It was to, too adult for you, Johnny. Uh, it wasn't. I, I, we we I need, have to admit I liked the backup story. Oh jeez, well, David. <laughs> we need to address the backup story, okay? Because I know there's there's a lot of dads picking right up this book out there um who will take it home and you toss know probably yeah toss to the kid Fair it's, it's green lantern yeah, and space ghost but yeah i i totally agree it's not the, appropriate backup story for this comic no it's it's not appropriate it's, backup story for dc yeah I, I don't know who they thought this book was for that they put that backup story in the in it do we yeah, want i don't know do it's, we want to go hey look it's pornographic i mean wow. it, mildly it's in, not in, in in innuendo and in um like uh language and double entendres and and some not so subversive like well no but there's a char- the there's a character in there named Mrs. Sex yeah with two X's <laughs> yeah I mean and and the jokes are are adult. Are, are raunchy yeah who wrote it no Howard Howard Shaken <laughs> I mean, which, if you, if you oh, don't oh, know anybody oh, that doesn't know Howard yeah. Chicken, anybody yeah, that Howard anybody that's Chicken. listening to this right now is like, who's Howard Chicken? Um, do yourself a favor, or no, not or do yourself a favor. Maybe um, <laughs> he did a. He, I mean, just just in more recent things that I can think of, he did a book called Satellite Sam with yeah. Matt Fraction, and Matt Fraction is also the genius behind Sex Criminals, which is so, great, by the way. Uh, <laughs> It's, um, it's debatable. I, I just anyway, have to put that's, that that book's on my poll. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you're not familiar with Howard Chaykin, just 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 Google Satellite Sam and see the kind of stuff, or just just Google his art and see very, what kind of very, very hard boiled, very um, usually um, sexual, yeah, um, aggressively sexual um, work. Yeah, yeah, and like DC didn't know, like, hey. That's what this guy kind of traffics went, in. Hey, he did Star Wars seven billion years ago, you know? <laughs> I, uh, 
Yeah, don't 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 just uh, pass this book off to your kids to read Unless it. Unless you rip the final you know. part <laughs> off. Yeah, that, that's the, always, There's nothing too bad with. Can take care of that. Yeah, there's nothing too bad with the Space Ghost. It's just not. What the hell great. is this? But. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, you know, like I, I found myself thinking that when I was reading. Though I, I have to admit, I enjoy it. I enjoy Chicken's work. <laughs> uh, I enjoy Chicken's work, but um, I was kind of like, "What? What's this doing in the back of a Hanna Barbera book?" <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is this a Hanna Barbera thing? Like they, because the 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 all the these are annuals, basically, essentially, is what they are, and each one of them is a mashup and then it does a backup story with a classic Hanna-Barbera um, cartoon. And this, this one was rough and ready and I don't oh, ever oh, remember. That, oh, that was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. I didn't, I didn't Apparently know it's like okay. one of the I'm first. pretty, yeah, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it is. And it's they're really, like a comedy troupe. Yeah. And like, at, at <laughs> Johnny's, the back, Johnny's, Johnny's shaking, shaking his shaking head in disgust. Nope. nope. Um, at the back of like, say the, uh, 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 Adam strange and future quest mashup, there's a snackle puss. Uh, one at yeah. the at the, the the backup to uh, Booster Gold and the Flintstones is Top Cat, you know. So you have the classic or the Jetsons or something like that. Um, so you have like kind of like what you'd expect. This I I was like I, I don't even know how to raise my reaction. <laughs> I was just so blown away yeah. that they they did what they or they allowed what they allowed in the book. Yeah. It's four ninety nine. Save your four ninety nine. If they give it to you for a quarter, save that quarter. Don't buy this book. I don't know. I, I obviously like not everybody is gonna hate it. David liked it, so, <laughs> so I'm just curious. You know, like I, I think they should have built it. Like, hey, this is a more well, in a different, one. In, in, yeah, in a different context and a yeah. different book, you know, under a different brand, you know, yeah, it probably vertigo title, have, yeah. <laughs> It, it it probably would have played better, but I I it just it just kind of shocked me, like yeah, no this was this was a bad move. So uh, DC, uh, don't do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, back to the main feature. Um, what did you think of the art on this one? Um, I I didn't love it, but I didn't uh, hate I, it. I I don't know. I w- I was very. It felt very, very distracted by this artwork, and and it just bothered me. <laughs> it's it's a a kind of a painted style, and well, the painting's fine. What I didn't care for was the um, the dropped the in photos. photographs as the background, yeah. and then the three yeah. D modeled stuff in the as the in between. You know, it it just none of it melded. Oh man, this is bad. You're right. Yeah, I I normally like. Ariel Olivetti's art as like you know his space goes Green Lantern all that stuff um, it it's decent but when so this is the I, guy who normally draws space ghost no no oh, okay. um, but uh, I'm gonna sneeze so Jonathan <laughs> finish my sentence yeah uh, you know he normally likes it but uh, not today yeah the the figural work was good. Yeah, yeah. It's just if he painted some backgrounds. I think that I think that he did. Uh, um, I think he did it. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he did it to save time. It's he, you know, even without the backup story, it's it's a a, a pretty long. Yeah, it's a long feature read. comic. So um, whether or not, depending on what else was on his plate. Uh, yeah, but then there's the 3D modeling though, because that 
Cause this not, that's not fast. You know, I I don't know. I uh, yeah I don't know. I mean, but he because I mean, this is the guy who did uh, Venom Space Night. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. The best thing in this book is the the advertisement for Superman. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at how many. Because I mean, look at how great like Patrick oh, yeah. Leeson's images. Of, I yeah. mean, that's just fantastic. I, yeah. I I saw that ad and I'm like, I want to read that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. So, I'm so I'm catching anyway, up. Let's, and man, it's stars. Good. Let's uh, yeah, let's do some stars. Johnny. I hated this book. It's a one for me. Wow. Do it. Yeah. Um, I think I'd give it a two. Two? I mean, it was solid. Yeah. Solid. solid. Never mind. Yeah. Solid two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a dumb joke, Roger. You know, it's. It was, I think it was. It was probably fitting that um, they went to this planet to, you know, that was emitting the distress call. It was a planet where there were no stars. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> really? No, nah, I, I would give it a one and a half. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was. Look, the backup story. That's what you know. If I, you know, I, I'd be tempted to go one one star, but I, I'll, I'll go one and a half. The main features. It's not horrible. No. But there's a lot wrong with it. It's not. It's not a good read at all. And and you throw in the backup story, and it was. It it was just a mistake from start to finish. Yeah. I got really excited, you know, because I, I believe that with these media crossovers that DC's been doing, you know, I, I keep every time I see like Man versus Man Man from Uncle and Batman sixty six, I keep say or or like Space Ghost Green Lantern, I keep going, DC's giving me another another thing I never knew I always wanted, but then I read it and I'm like, I like okay, I yeah, this was something that this was <laughs> something I was really looking forward to. And I think, like I said, if I hadn't. If I hadn't built it up in my my own imagination of what it, what it could be, I probably wouldn't be as harsh on it. But I'm gonna say, huh? Expectations. Yeah, expectations. Um, well, the, you look at James Tynan on the the cover, and you're like, okay, I, yeah. I've liked everything just about that I've read of his. Yeah, and you've got Sinestro and Zorak, you know, yeah. face down, and they don't even show up. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm. Beginning. I, uh, uh, Zorak band, doesn't. Right? It's, barely, his, it's barely. his people. Um, he's like in the shadows. You don't even get the full Zorak. Uh, so I'm going to give it a two. I really, I really, this was the one I was looking forward the most to, and I was really the most disappointed by. So anyway, let's move on to our, uh, independent book. Oh, that's you. (laughs) Yeah. Stop sketching. I thought I was, I thought I was third. All right. Okay. Uh, the book we're reading today is, uh, Lazarus issue number 26. Um, Apparently, it's a. Uh, this is the first Lazarus issue I've ever read. Really? So, uh, it's by Greg Rocca. Um, Sadly. Michael Lark and um, <laughs> and Santi Arcas, and uh, apparently this book is uh, it's about a world where corporations have taken over and they kind of run the governments of the world mafia style, and then. To keep order, they have these things called Lazari that are like human appear to be humans turned into monsters. Well, well, like yeah. well, they're they're basically Wolverines okay. without without the claws. And, Healing and, factor. And, okay. Uh, well, every family does it differently because Joaquin yeah. is all mechanical. Right. He's, he's like forever, Sandberg. forever. Carlisle is the star of the series. She's the 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 Carlisle family Lazarus, and it's all gene therapy, stem cell research that keeps her. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that they were so. yeah that. 
Yeah, because in this one, the the main family that we follow, they're 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 Lazarus. She's starting to have like some second thoughts. Is like turning down yeah. her gene therapies and and you know upchucking her stuff. Yeah. And well, uh, that's that was all the control stuff because what they oh, do okay. is they mix in within the gene therapy drugs and all that stuff and the ways that they control and make the the Lazari complicit compliant, and yeah. or compliant, yeah. excuse me, and yeah. love their families and whatnot. And yeah, she's she's finding things out apparently. I followed this series uh, when it first started, and I I loved the first story arc, and I think it was into the second story arc that I really started to dislike Greg Rucka. I think that's that's <laughs> when the seeds started getting yeah. sown because I was like, this is awesome, and then like. Halfway through the second story, I was like, where are we going, Greg? Yeah. And it's my same complaint, like, way back way back then that it that it is today. Like, his pacing sucks uh, for me as a reader. So like, I, was, I was surprised because I, I read the first graphic novel, loved it. I loved the world that he built. I yep. loved his, his way of conveying that, you know, um, to the readers. I love I love Forever. I think she's a great character. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love the, you know, the the all the different you know um threads that he's got you know going on in, in this story all the basic subplots but you know i read the first graphic novel and then i came which is what six issues no, no yeah, five issues five, five or six. six i think it's, it's probably six and then came in at issue 26 and i'm like well apparently i didn't miss too much no <laughs> that's because the same vibe i got i, I was recogni- like nothing has changed I, I recognize the characters and okay we've got you know, a couple new ones, but hey, you know, I, I'm not sure I missed anything. Yeah, that's what kind of ticked me off reading this. I was like, "Are you serious?" Twenty some odd issues later, or how fifteen issues later it's been, because I'm, I'm fairly certain I read the second story arc all the way through. Um, but that had at that time in the second story arc, had Joanna made her power play and taken no, over she was family? just starting to make okay. machinations towards that. Because I mean, that I remember her plotting. For the you know you could tell she was plotting for that in like issues four five six yeah um but that's the one the the one big change is that I mean she's like head of the family yeah now um you've got a, a couple other Lazari that that come in and and a, a mean a couple other families that we nasty. didn't know existed before right and then apparently they've now left the U S or what was the U S and they're in what is now Russia yeah and fighting some war overseas for more control of land yeah and against <laughs> against a a nasty nasty uh troll Lazarite. of a yeah. lazarus yeah. yeah he's a they call him a monster in the book and he pretty much is it was pretty awesome this <laughs> this world is full of so much potential and hearing you guys say like oh that nothing really changed because i think i've read up to like issue three or something i just dropped off the book i really liked it but hearing you guys say that nothing has changed is kind of like oh well i kind of don't well, want to read that's, that that's hard to say for me i mean yeah. the world is and look i mean you do you don't expect the world to change right um forever because there were seeds of doubt planted in forever in the first graphic novel you know, there was she got that message from her father that said, you know, you're not who or not from her father, but referencing that she's not who she thinks she is, you know. Um, but I it felt to me like not much had changed. And I need I need, you know, my my 
religiously regular Lazarus readers, and we've got a number of them. Do we? Yeah, uh, probably at least a dozen who regularly read this series. Okay, which is you know a decent amount. Then I um, yes. I need you guys to come in, please, and and let me know if because I, I don't know that I would go back and necessarily read because I liked coming out of this point. I thought it was a decent enough jumping on point. Mm. Well, I don't yeah, I don't know that I would go back and read. You know, the the ones before. But if I need to, you guys come in and convince me. Yeah. What Johnny, you is this, you, you said you read the first three? Like around three, And yeah. then, like this one, how did you feel? I really enjoyed it. Uh, quite a bit, actually. And it makes me want to go back and read it. Uh, I I think I might do that, uh, you know, just to see how, how it is. Because I actually heard a lot of good things from Lazarus. You know, people say, like, oh, it's a really great book. And, you know, I I kind of want to dive in and see how it is. Because this issue uh, alone, I really liked it. Uh, I liked the things at the end. I was like, oh, man, things are popping off. I I can't wait to, you know, uh, see what comes next. And, and that's just what I got from this issue. Now, I don't know if I'll, you know, like this issue after I caught up to it. But, you know, I'm willing to give it a chance. I think the thing that chased me off the second story arc was the second story arc solely focused on a bunch or a family in the waste, which is in in this world. There oh, are right. serfs which serve the, the families and then there are everybody else's waste. And so you're following this yeah, like human refuse. Yeah, literally. And so you're, you're following this family that loses their ranch or their land or something like that. They're getting forced out essentially by the government. Or uh, one of the families, whatever is is the ruling class there, and they uh, start to make their way somewhere else, along with a lot of other waste, hoping to become serfs on some family's land or whatever. And you're kind of following them, but the just the pacing of from from what Rucka had set up with Forever, the main character in the previous volume, I'm like, I don't give a crap about these people. Yeah. Like, and I get like it. It's probably, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say the doctor was one of those characters out of that second volume. If I'm not mistaken, don't bite my head off if I'm wrong. Yeah, but that, that probably explains how not much has changed. You're just yeah. coming back to could that, be. that story yeah. probably. And so I just, yeah, my my biggest thing is like, I, Rucka is a seems to be just a slow burn guy, and I mean super slow burn. And that just doesn't like. Sometimes that's great. I don't like the way he does it. Hmm. So it's once again, this is not a bad book. No, any yeah. sense. Uh, Michael Lark, we should probably mention, really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the art. Really good art. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's just the pacing is what what kills me. Single issue right here. This was great. Mm-hmm. He sets up a bunch of stuff in the beginning. Then it takes you back six or seven days and you work through those days at what leads up to the point you started with. So right. really interesting storytelling. And very quickly. Too. Yeah. Um, so the pacing within the issue, great. Yeah. Pacing through story arcs, meh. So I don't know. So how would you rate this comic? This one? I'd give it a three and a half to four. It's a solid read. But, you know, also reading where I left, I come into it, I'm like, okay, uh, all we've done so far in 26 issues or, or after the first story arc is now we're fighting people across the ocean. And now Johanna is ahead of the Carlisle family. I mean, I, I probably should read volumes three and four. And I don't, I don't know if there's a fifth volume or if this is part of the fifth volume or what. But um, 
This would be the start this, of the sixth volume. Well, we depending where, on how many issues. We, yeah, we don't know. Usually where, it's where six it's, issues a trade for well, for, some yeah, for a lot of images are five. So anyway, uh, I I would you know what for for this issue and and what it is I would say four because it's brilliantly uh, done and illustrated and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's if a you were reading in a trade, it would probably be different. Well, maybe if, if the things were maybe. sold, I'd I'd be willing to revisit, you know, and go through all the existing trades. I don't know if I want to give Rucka my money, mm. but I'd 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 read them, right? So, well, that's where I, that's where I'm at. I I thought it was a very strong single comic. Um, I have questions about the larger series yeah. that I, you know, um, I'll, I'll look to, um, to my to my fans of it out there for a little more insight but i would give it a four books uh four four stars <laughs> strong book David. um yeah i give it a four i thought it was really good um that like i said before this is the first um time i ever read any of this book um i'm eager to check out what came before uh, of course pacing issues aren't as big of a problem when you're reading it as trades this yeah. is true. I could read, You're not investing me. I, I, I could I could read two years in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So we're gonna go over to again. You're oh, skipping me, Johnny. Johnny, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I would just, give it. Yes. Interrupt <laughs> me, Jonathan. Interrupt me. Why I was did waiting you? to see. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go. I'll be quiet. Right, okay. Okay. Um, I give this a four. Give it four. Yeah. Cool. I think it seriously was the strongest book we read this week, single issue wise. Mm -hmm. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, next up for Marvel is Inhumans Prime, which I, this is just a one shot, right? Yes. Like Kicking it. off the. Kicking off because. Yeah, it read like one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, the, you know, this is one of the things that we'll get into later when we talk about the review but this was a a one shot kicking off the series the royals okay and well I'll go ahead and say it in this book um Medusa and Black Bolt uh basically give back their they 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 their kingdom they, they give they, they yeah they do away with the kingdom style of government <laughs> yeah uh, and they're going to, I don't know, a feudal democracy. Elected democracy is what it yeah. sounds like they're going towards. Um, so I don't, I'm not, <laughs> why do they, why do they have a series coming out called, called Royals? Royals? I, you know. Cause they're, they're going to go off and, and look at, look for their heritage. I mean, I guess, well, I mean, their I guess you can heritage. still, like in England, I mean, they have a democracy and the, they, have but they still have and then they have the figure royal in. family too, that yeah. is just kind of separate. It doesn't. They've got all the money, but not the power. So, yeah. Um, essentially, this book sets up, uh, I think, three series? Four series uh, that are coming out? Ouch. I think it's... it. Well, the two that are advertised in the back are Royals, and then we've got Secret Warriors, and Black Bolt. The Silent King takes center stage. Yeah. There so like a new human book, too? Uh, not that's listed back here. It's, it's Royals... That, that this is going to spawn off of, or that this spawns out of, or two, whatever. Uh, and then Secret Warriors and Black Bolt. Yeah, and I think yeah. there might be a new human book too, but just maybe not listed there. So, first of all, the cover's awesome because it's by John Boy Myers. Mm. Oh, yeah. And DC must, or because uh, DC lost John Boy Myers off of uh, Teen Titans off of like the second or third issue. 
and they had to replace him with. I'm assuming Marvel must have like just dumped a truckload of cash in front of this guy to get him away from DC. He's great because he was he was on that series and he was billed as the series artist, and then all of a sudden he was replaced with Koi Fam, who's I guess not, um, and he's going to be the artist on Royals. So it's going to yeah. be a pretty book. John Boy Myers is a stud. So yeah. I mean, he... So Royals will look better than this book. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yes. I didn't think this book looked bad. No, it no. Just it just wasn't because some it was two artists. It was Ryan Sook. Right. And uh, Chris Allen. Is it? it was. I thought it was. Yeah, Chris Allen. Um. Uh, I kind of wanted this book to be good. I did enjoy like. At what It's point? not that it's bad even. It's just it yeah. was just meh. It was just a setup issue. There's oh. nothing to care about here. There like, well, there's there's a couple of interesting things that they did in here, you know. Um one was laying you know, Maximus the Mad says something to Black Bolt that he's gets got him some sent secret. away. And he yeah, Black Bolt is seething from mm. whatever it was. You know, again, another like, secret. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's furious like, very quietly. Yes, now he's Maximus the Unworthy. Because <laughs> that happens uh, a lot between Maximus and Black Bolt, though. Yeah. So it's like, at <laughs> at what point? Because I remember a long time ago, the Inhumans. Like whenever you saw them, were like, "Oh, this is great! It's a great in, a new Inhuman story." At what point did they become like a second-rate X-Men? Infinity. Because that's basically what they are. Like, this is Marvel trying to make X-Men out of the Inhumans, and it doesn't work. Look, it, Like, I, I I care so little about the Inhumans now, and I kind of cared for them uh, quite a bit before. Yeah. But now, like, I don't care about them. Well, that's because Marvel's trying to push them yeah. down your throat. I mean, they're forced yeah, to make the Inhumans work. When that happened, realistically, was when uh, Marvel sold X-Men rights to Fox. Mm. Oh. And so 2000, you know, and and then well, I would say yes, yeah, shortly after because once, once Marvel Studios started putting, you know, because these other guys, you know, Fox and and Sony were making movies with, with you know, Spider Man and X Men and all these properties. Marvel turned to their B list of characters to do movies, yeah. and you know, Inhumans is the closest thing that they have to X Men, yeah. and so I think that that's when they started to really try and put more of a focus on on them. With the advent of, of Marvel Studios, um, and and not having those properties, weren't the, but but it goes even back further than that. I mean, look, X Men, you know, from I would say probably around late seventies with uh, Giant Size X Men number one mm-hmm. was really where where you know the X Men were catapulted into. Yeah, it was the biggest book like, know, ever. Uh, yeah. Mainstream popularity, yeah. and then the the video games and well, was the it, TV show. They didn't have a lot of their own series until the new what was going to be the Matt Fraction run. Because before that, they were like in the Guardian series and other that. But then it wasn't until what 2013 is yeah. when they like they they're like we're going to make 20 Inhuman series. Yeah, I mean but, they had they they've had mini series before that. Yeah. If memory serves me right, you know they were decent. Yeah. yeah, you know, but again, you didn't have you you didn't have you know a steady diet of Inhumans. Yeah, I I, I care less about the Inhumans than I do the X Men now, and that's just and sad. You don't care about X Men, so that's why I care about them less. <laughs> they're they're just they're not sexy. But yeah, what, at all. Yeah, when I first saw the Inhuman series of starting, I'm like, 
I of course I my only knowledge of the Inhumans really was like the old Fantastic Four stuff. You know, yeah. the most recent Inhumans story I read was still drawn by Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but uh, man, that guy did everything. He literally, yeah, he did. literally, he did everything. Yeah, he, he created them. Yeah. you know, with with Stan. You know, but yeah, um, but uh, the what's it called the. And I and I saw them coming out, and I'm like, really? We're we're going with them? <laughs> yeah, and and hey, I look, see that they've changed them a lot. Um, but when when the best character in on on your team is a teleporting dog, <laughs> you're, that's you're, your coolest character, not your best character. <laughs> best too, coolest. Yeah, best. I don't know. The one that fan. Look, I'll I'll guarantee you, if you if you polled any number of people. The the majority of people would say Black Lockjaw. Bull or Lockjaw. Yeah. It, no, uh, Black Bull. Matt, you and Black Bull. No, no, no. I'm saying because <laughs> he's the be. most recognizable. Medusa. Out of Once all upon the a time, I like scored. Black Bull. I like Karnak. <laughs> Black Bull's Black, He's the most recognizable. Black Bolt has the best epic moments yeah. for the Inhumans. Hands down. But if you were to give me a list of Inhumans, I didn't know any of them. Oh, that, the black one with the suit. Like, he. He's an inhuman, right? Like, uh, you know, if I didn't know who they were. I don't know. I think the name Miss Marvel would stand out more than Black Bolt. But Miss Marvel was a name before. That's why. Yeah. It actually makes me really upset that she's in this book because I was like, oh, you're so much better than all of these people. That's when she got her powers, though. Yeah, I know. I know. And And that's. that's So. So, um, since I don't know the stuff going on, so Devil Dinosaur and Moon Girl and Moon Girl. and uh, Ms. Marvel were also um, Jack were Kirby. also well, yeah, are also in humans. They're new in humans. Yeah. Yep. Devil Dinosaur is a Kirby creation, right? Yeah. 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 Was Moon Girl we, is the Inhuman. Yeah. yeah. Devil Dinosaur in the seventies, weird book. It was like this like caveman boy with yeah. a dinosaur that he was riding, and then aliens come and abduct a bunch of cave people and. Yeah. All Kirby. right. Comic <laughs> books. Uh, Jack Kirby just being his 1970s self. Yeah. So yeah, a, a lot happens in this book. Um, from start to finish, we get. <laughs> We've totally been on a tangent. Yeah, we have not not talking about this. Book. I know. Um, it starts off with somebody in a ship above space, kind of paying attention to what's like the current events of. Uh, the the Inhumans. And it goes to the Grand Canyon where you have Maximus the Mad, Triton, Lineage, and the Unspoken, which are villains. And the Karnak and the other Inhumans show up, and they kind of, like, all fight and stuff like that, capture him. That's how Black Bolt gets a hold of Maximus um, when Maximus tells him, like, he's got a secret. And Black Bolt basically has him, like, lobotomized, (laughs) like, and sent away to a prison where no one will ever be able to talk to him. Um, through the book, like you said, some stuff where they kind of relinquish their their ruling over the the Inhumans, and they're they're switching to like a democracy of some sort. And then um, Marvel Boy shows up at the very end. <laughs> yeah, who was the spaceman from an alternate dimension at the beginning? Yeah, he was the um, mysterious guy that was in the ship. And it's been says, a long oh, they time don't... since I've read Marble Boy. Long time. Didn't he? Didn't he become somebody else in the Marvel universe? Uh, is he uh, Novar? This is the first I'd heard of him. But... Who? Novar. Novar. Was, wasn't that his name, Marble Boy? If I'm not mistaken. That sounds right. 
I mean, it's been Johnny since, Wikipedia that. I, okay, it's been since the seventies, I think, since I've read anything with Marvel Boy. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, uh, whatever Black Bolt said, you know, it'll be years before we hear oh, that. God. So I really don't. I, 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 you know, I don't. I don't know that I care. Um, I remember liking Marvel Boy. I don't remember yeah. that much about is name Novar? him. Novar is a fictional superhero appearing in the comic books published by Marvel Comics. His first appearance in Marvel Boy number one. Boom! I got some Marvel trivia. That's weird. <laughs> What's up? Oh. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I would be in- look. I'd be interested in reading the Royals book solely because John Boy Myers is on it. Yeah. And it's gonna be freaking pretty. Um, I'd be interested in checking out. Uh, Secret Warriors and Black Bolt to see how they are but my my bar is pretty low like it's low enough to step over yeah unfortunately I so I, I want I want it to be good I want to read a good Marvel comic so anyway well, that, once again this is not that this was even bad it was just it's it's like a zero issue that <coughs> sets up two other series a good Marvel comic is not in the Inhumans and X-Men section what well, this well, is tough. I I actually I thought this was a good comic. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, you know, I, I thought it was good. Um, I thought the art is great. Um, the story is is good enough. I just don't care about the characters, that's, and I don't I don't care about the plot line, and so that's you know. But I think that that's what Marvel is up against across the board. With all fans everywhere and trying to, you know, I, the, you know, I just I don't care. Yeah. So I, you know, but this comic, I mean, I would I would give it a, a three. I thought it was, you know, it was a solid issue with really good art. Um, but I I don't know if I'll continue. Yeah. Like you said, John John Boy Myers is a stud, and yeah. I, you know. We should I, review I one of the books that he does, the Royals. Uh, yeah, well, we definitely will. Um, but uh, even that, I don't know if it's enough. So, <laughs> yeah, three stars for me. Um, I'm going to go with two. Yeah. Because it was just, um, it had a lot of words and said very little. Yeah. yeah it Much just, like Johnny. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it, huh. For me, for me, this was just, just, your face lit up when I said that. You're like, I just had minute. an epiphany. <laughs> well, <laughs> my, my opinion is this book. This uh, is 20 pages, or so, you would say. Yeah. Pro- uh, no, I think it's a little. It's a little thicker because it's a 4.99 book. Okay. So it's probably like 32. Maybe? So in 32 pages, they did what a 70s Marvel comic book would do in five. True. Yeah. Very true. Johnny. Johnny, that was in stereo. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't care. It's a one and a half. God, you're not allowed to do halves. One so. then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, so he just goes he down. Do halves. And he, not until he acknowledges that two and a half is the middle of a five star rating. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we might as well do ten stars. <laughs> All right, we could do base twelve. Yeah. Yeah, we, oh <laughs> Whatever. <God>. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so one and a half. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three. It's a, it's the middle of the road. Once again, 
It's it's not yeah. a bad Wouldn't comic. Wouldn't that be two and a half? Yeah. <laughs> in Johnny's. In, in, nope, in, in yours. Johnny's. It is. No, because I think Johnny's was two for Miller Road. Or two or no, three. No, three. three. There's three? It's yeah. because I only do one, one two, three, four. Johnny's yeah. on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, above average. It's it's better than what I would expect from them. Better than uh, Green Lantern Space Ghost. Better than Green Lantern Space Ghost. So, yeah. By a little. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna go with three. Yeah. Um, I think people should check it out. Decide, decide if you like the Inhumans and where they're going with them. I don't think they should be not royalty anymore. That kind of bugs me. That's. Yeah, I, I always thought that was kind of an interesting yeah. angle. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that they've written enough Inhuman stories to to have played that out. No, maybe. I mean, maybe so. I don't know. I I, I don't read a lot. I of I mean, Inhuman, one of the so the cool know. kind of mystiques uh, mystique. <laughs> <laughs> one of the cool. She's a great character. Yeah. One of the cool. <laughs> I was like using the actual term mystique about like, but then it just X Men. Um, one of the cool things about the Inhumans is that they were different and they had an actual monarchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now they're just X Men, basically. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now they, they literally rule, are like just kind of the blue spot of the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, what would you guys rather have reviewed and in place of what, Johnny? Oh God, I didn't even prepare for this. I know that's why Dark Knight Three. First. What? Dark Knight Three. Yes. All day. Oh my God, that was so good. I figured as much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Siri, for complying. That's I hope that makes it onto the recording. Um. I think I would have reviewed, wanted to review Dark Knight 3. If I was going to stick with the annuals, I would have said Adam Strange and Future Quest. Uh, Aliens Defiance. In place of Lazarus? Yeah. Well, no, I liked Lazarus. So, I don't know. Anything from Marvel and anything from DC, honestly. Well, maybe not Dark Knight 3. I'm not, oh, looking, I'm no, not, looking, dude. For, I'm not looking forward to that, actually. Oh, so good. Is it? Yeah. It's like two of my like least favorite writers. No. It was that that's as much as I hate to admit because I'm not a fan of the first Dark Knight or the second. No, really? No, didn't like them. Yeah, the they, first one, like with like years go by, it's like oh, this is less they, and less good. They, they're doing the Lord's work mm. on yeah. Dark Knight Three. Okay. Yeah, because at the end of <laughs> the, every end of every issue, I go, oh Lord, <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you, Lord. I think we're like but no, in the, the last in the, issue, on the so. cover of the mini comic, and this one, Frank Miller put on his. Uh, his girl with the swastika pasties. Great. <laughs> you know what? I was like, Yeah, you're, what? you're right. Dark Knight Returns <coughs> is not good. I know that's sacrilege to a lot of people. It, don't well, it don't come be. at me with pitchforks. Well, the thing about Dark Knight Returns is a lot of it's... Um, Let's not go down this rabbit hole right now. <laughs> a lot of it's thing is what it meant in 1986. I get, get it. I get it. But I it's get 20 years ago. Yeah, I get <laughs> well, all of the dude, significance So of was it. Watchmen. Dude, Watchmen yeah. was longer. Was, yeah, I mean, Watchmen still good, up. though. Yes. <laughs> no, I know. That's That was my point. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't math well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's much like you and how you don't speak well. Yeah, I don't speak well. I'm trying <laughs> I'm a, to I'm translate a, things from Spanish. I'm, Come I'm on, a, I, I'm an artist. <laughs> I don't math well. Yeah. <laughs> well. Anything you would have rather reviewed, David? Um, well, my my pull was pretty slim this week, so I just have to go with Commandy Challenge number three. Oh, that would have been good too. I was love. I was Palmiano and Connor. Okay, I, I mean to tonight, but um. But yeah, Commandy Challenge has got me. It, it, you know, this whole, um, you know, this whole campfire, um, pass the story around thing. Yeah, round robin. Love, yeah, love, love the the format for this. I thought issue one was a home run. Issue two was uh, Neil Adams. not. 
It was. I enjoyed issue two. It, it was fine. Yeah. But I, I'm curious because if anybody can jump a shark, hard, hard, <laughs> it's Palmiati. And Palmiati and Connor. I, She's I, just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> She's got the you same. Know, sense this of humor. is true. This is true. Um, and so I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to reading that one too. See, I, see, I like their. Um, I guess we shall say zany sensibility. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, trivia time. Featuring Roger. Featuring Roger. Actually, featuring actually Roger. Actually, featuring Roger, not featuring somebody. Okay. Else. I love the fact that Matt has just been stone cold silent playing <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> I just looked over. I looked over, and you were still on it, just green. Yeah. Zora cutscenes happening. Okay, <laughs> Matt, Matt, did you get the stealth suit yet? No. Get I, the stealth I, suit. I, I just said there's cutscenes. You, <laughs> you have to do the sky dungeon first, obviously. Okay. Okay. The okay. water dungeon. Well, skip that. Okay. So. <laughs> Why are you already laughing? That makes me worried. Yeah. Because all right, the graphic novel that we're reviewing this week is Black Money Murders. Should we set up and the candles and the pentagrams? You now? guys, yes. <laughs> you guys, you graphic if, content if, warning. If you've listened to to any of these podcasts, you know how how infatuated I am with this book. Oh, me too. And it's you know it is it is a a beautifully evil book. It's the most evil thing out on the stage. Yeah. Jonathan Hickman has said so himself. And so when 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 thinking about trivia for this, I thought it would only be appropriate if I was equally as evil. Oh my god. <laughs> about this. So that's a good way to go about it. Yeah. Okay. So, my, so I got a little uh econ trivia for you guys. Great. Like economy trivia? I failed Yeah, the it's Oh my it's, god, we're it, all going to suck. No, it's Let's go. No, I've I've long since forgotten all the hard shit. Well, I got a D. So <laughs> So, okay. There's basically two branches of economics, one that deals with uh personal. Mhm. Mm economics and one that deals with social economics what are those two branches home <laughs> no dang it <clears throat> what was the question <clears throat> personal and social like what are the names of there's the two oh, branches uh, goods and services uh, right no. no dang it no is it not what's what's the branch of economics that deals with uh economics in the broader sense as it pertains to society and large groups. Commerce. What does this have to do with commerce? This is Because <laughs> <laughs> Black Monday Murders is a financial-based story. Yeah. Apparently, this is more evil. Than oh, it was. is. No. Um, Macroeconomics. Oh, and oh. microeconomics. Right. Okay, that. thank you. Oh, okay. my God, I'm that stupid. Was, you presented that question weird. <laughs> Well, he presented it as a question. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I had to do it without yeah, saying to, micro and it. macro. I will yeah. reiterate, I got okay. a D in economics. So the two main, uh, the what are the two main factors that influence price? Supply and demand. Right. If if demand show off. <laughs> if if demand is stable, okay. If demand doesn't change. And the supply goes up. What happens to price? It goes, it goes down. down. Right. Yeah. If the price is stable. Oh, I wish no. I studied. If. <laughs> um, now nah, we'll move on. You'll get you'll get those. Okay. Uh, most people most people that uh, invest in the stock market or or know about investing in the stock market understand that you buy stocks with the expectations that they will increase in value. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
what is the term for investing in in stocks or the stock market expecting it to go down? Uh, I know this. Bear? That's huh? no, that you're thinking of a bear market uh, yeah. when stocks are on the yeah. decline. Right. Bull markets when but you rise. can actually you can actually place bets on the market that a stock or the stock market will go down. Or There's a term for it. it. Yeah. What's uh -huh. the term? What's the term? I got a D in economics. <laughs> <laughs> Selling short. Oh, okay. If you that. short the market, you're uh -huh. betting that it'll go down. You're betting against your uh well society's best interests. Uh there's a there's a there's a theory out there. This is actually one that I did my thesis on. So, oh, don't you have a degree uh, in economics? I do. <laughs> so this is but like I said, no. It's like I said, no. I, as long as it's forgot all the hard shit, so don't <laughs> worry. But but there is a theory out in economics called purchasing power parity theory. Okay, <laughs> that, <laughs> it gives. Right? Well, it's, it's a simple premise, and that said that all else being equal, if let's say you you know for any good that you bought in the United States, exchange rates dictate that you would pay the basic same amount for that good in other countries right oh i gave away the answer to my question yeah that's not true it's not true right it's bullshit yeah because all else is never equal mm -hmm. because money okay. isn't equal in every country yeah the foreign exchange yeah, yeah, yeah well and no, also but, but like i'm saying that the exchange rates are exchange rates dictate that goods will be uh, okay, so dollars, whatever equivalently the dollars priced. Yeah, that's not true. With two hundred bucks in Mexico, I can live like a king. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right, that's it. I'll stop there. Oh my! But God. I do have, I do have a listener question, and part of this, okay, part of this evilness comes. Jonathan was in here today when when Heather and the kids were in here. <laughs> okay, so, uh, a little while back. Um, the Deposit Kids brought in this this game, and and I'll include Heather and Christian in in that Deposit Kids reference, uh, <laughs> involving nasty tasting jelly beans. Ugh. Okay, spin a wheel, pick the a Harry color. Potter ones? Oh, yeah. what'd you get? Did you get I dog food or was, chocolate pudding? Was it was it Harry <laughs> Potter themed or is it just because they, they they no. have just some that aren't Harry Potter? It's no, just that's gross. joke ones. That's no, gross. yeah. And so I, you know, I played along and it was and it was fine. But today I got I got uh, dog, dog food, food. spoiled because they got it. They got I don't know. They got like booster packs of these jelly beans with like yeah. other crap in them. But Real I got uh, I got dog food and I got uh, well, uh, yeah, sour milk. Yep, spoiled milk. And then milk. I got a I strawberry got, margarita. I got a strawberry or was it something? Strawberry? So, strawberry smoothie. Strawberry smoothie. I think whatever. Which was good. But I kept burping sour milk oh. for like a couple hours. So in response to that, Heather, yeah, if you want to win Black Money Murders, no, you're gonna have to Google <laughs> hard. Okay, actually, it shouldn't be that hard. But okay, um, Johnny, what'd you have for lunch? Uh, I had nasty Little Caesars pizza. Nasty Little Caesars pizza. What did what, what did that is. cost you? Five bucks. Okay, Jonathan, did you have Starbucks today? I did. Yeah. What did that cost you? Uh, three forty-five. Okay, David. Oh. What'd you have for lunch? Um, Pan Express. Cost? Uh, ten bucks. Okay. There's uh, it, all of those are explicit costs. You parted with your money. 
okay, to buy this thing <clears throat> when you could have actually bought another comic book. This is true. This is true. Right. The You spending your money at those stores and, and paying that money is an explicit cost, okay? There's an implicit cost that comes with that, i.e., you could have bought a comic book, mm-hmm. which would... I'm going to go on a limb and say, well, I don't know, maybe more satisfying? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. So, last longer, right? Heather, Andre, David, and all you other listeners out there, what is the economic term for the implicit cost that you, uh, that you face in a purchase when you could have bought something else? <laughs> This is great. This You're is not great. giving away any of the books this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The, the, no, that, that's easy enough. I mean, it, it, it really is. I mean, that's one-on-one stuff, so. Yeah. It's, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Look, hey, if, uh, if, if, if you can Google those answers, or if you know those answers, <coughs> yeah. send us an email at uh, contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com with your answer. First person that uh, that responds correctly gets uh, their choice of graphic novel or the comics from this week. Second person gets the leftovers. Oh, man. Good luck. Who Have won? fun, guys. This is the week to win the graphic novel, guys. Who, but who won last uh, week? Uh, okay. Andre beat Heather by three minutes. Ooh. But he had, he had the, the – man – Every week. Someday. Talk, you're busy talking about Zelda Someday. over here. I know. <laughs> I know. The um, answer. What was the question? So the question uh, 42. was, uh, where yes. was Metropolis? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, that's right. right, it's right, my, right. It's my it was my question. Yeah. Um, yes. Andre got it? Uh, they they all got it. Uh, except David Reeves didn't get it on the first try. He, I think he, he, think he went with New York. But Heather and Andre both answered correctly. Andre beat Heather by three minutes. So the he question, already had the graphic novel, so he bequeathed it to Heather. Oh, nice. And Heather called off the hit squad. <laughs> uh, so the question was, where in the comics is, or what state in the comics is the city of Metropolis right. located? Located, And the, the what the crap answer is Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> Not New York. Isn't Not it? New York. So, yeah. It's, it's one of those things, Weird. like, if you ever study, like, DC geography, <laughs> Delaware is the home of the Man of Steel. Yeah, that's like that's like weird. Yeah. It's like Gotham is in De- South Dakota. Delaware needs people. No, Gotham is actually people. New Jersey. Yeah, I know. Which is very which close. is which is very close. <laughs> yeah, it's appropriate. So anyway, cool. So yeah, that's fun. In the comics, isn't Gotham across the bay? Right, technically. In what? In no, that's in the movie. You mean in the movie? Yeah. Uh, well, in, in the, the games, movie. too. I'm talking about in, the games. In the, in oh. the 70s, yeah. I remember um, Metropolis did, was across from um, Gotham. I, I did yeah. I did preface right. saying comics, yeah. it, it has moved around, yeah. but the, yeah. the main area that it's always been understood to be for like the longest amount of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Superbad just, just take place in Cleveland. Yes. Yeah, back in the beginning. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I just played Arkham games again. And yeah, they're it, like, oh, Metropolis is moved around, the but yeah. for the I think for the longest amount of time, Delaware was understood yeah. to be the state in which Metropolis resided. So I'm I'm gonna write this stuff down because <laughs> I'll never remember this question, <laughs> especially because I don't have anybody to text it to me. <laughs> yeah. So cool. uh, we're doing Black Monday murders, right, Roger? Yes. You have to pitch this. Oh. Do you want me to pull up the awesome pitch? Oh, no, I've got it. Jonathan sent me the pitch. Look, I've tried. I, I try to, uh, you know, th- there's a lot pitch. of books that that I pitch in this shop all the time, 
and usually quite successfully. And and with this one, um, I I have not been able to to really boil this down until uh, now in, in, into a you know a, a cohesive pitch. I usually my you know. I, I usually just smile and my eyes glaze over and I start <laughs> drooling, you know, and say, buy this book. But, um, <laughs> no, John, uh, Jonathan sent me over um, a pitch that was uh, scribed by Jonathan Hickman himself, the author of this book. Yep. Um, and this is how he describes the book, and, and I, I couldn't put any better. So, all right, here you go. Black Money Murders is a crypto-noir series about the power of dirty, filthy money and what kind of people you can buy with it. It's an adult Harry Potter meets classic occultism where the various schools of magic are actually clandestine banking cartels who control all of society. A secret world where vampire Russian oligarchs, black popes, enchanted American aristocrats, and hitmen from the International Monetary Fund work together to keep us all in our proper place. <laughs> Isn't that epic? That's epic. <laughs> yeah. I love that pitch. So, a good pitch. I uh, had, you know, I intended to reread this all the way through in preparation because I, I mean, I, I've read this book religiously each, each, you know, day that it's come out. Um, I, I only made it back through the first issue, which made me want to continue, mm-hmm. but. Um, man, I love this book. You yeah. should, you should buy it. Uh, drooling. <laughs> yeah, this is, um, I like this. Okay. Uh, the book itself is by one of my favorite writers, Jonathan Aikman. Uh, my name, bro. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Tom Coker. Tom Coker on art. Is on the art. And man, this is, this is the most evil thing you will ever read. Um, the first volume is called All Hail God Mammon. And uh, if you look on the on the, the cover of it, it says The Black Money Murders, Volume 1, by Hickman, Coker, Garland, Wooten, and Abaddon, which is another name for the devil. Yeah. So, uh, just to let you know how evil this really is, it is yeah, evil. They actually credit. Yeah, they actually credit <laughs> the bad. devil. So, um, oh, man. It, it's almost like, I almost feel guilty being a god-fearing young man about like how much i love this book right it's so good right. but it's so evil yeah you probably do like three hail marys after you read oh, this dude um i just uh. well because you have you know the, it well the whole, in the background of this story there's there's a, a murder investigation yes. that's being undertaken by a detective um theo who who theo dumas yeah who has a little bit of background in voodoo yeah. and cast the well, bones of his, his, of his, his grandfather's, grandfather's left hand yeah. 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 Uh, to, to divine, you know, guidance um, in his affairs. Well, uh, one of the things I like is he's, he's suspended from something that you find out later. And I think it's the captain or somebody comes back to him and he says, look, you're on, on this case or whatever. Go check it out. Um, there's been a homicide. Right. And he says, I'm back. And he says, yeah, we think it's one of yours. Like they know already with yeah, the, the yeah. way the murder is like, you need to be on this because this is yeah. your your thing. Yeah. And the murder is of a Rothschild. I think it's Daniel Rothschild. Yeah, the head of the head of the largest uh, conglomerate financial institution in the world. And it's a ritualistic murder. It's right. it's it's mm-hmm. gruesome and symbolizing like certain things and, and the murder itself leaves a uh, like a riddle and a um, uh, 
like almost a message for right. the detective. Yeah, and the, the so the card and black speech or whatever the yeah. heck. <laughs> like if you if you like the 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 show True Detective, season you, one. Yeah, season, season one, one. Season one of True Detective. Oh my god, you would love this this book. But less focus on you know necessarily like because um, there is the detective work going on. Yeah, but a lot more focus on the the occultism, yeah. the supernatural side of it. Well, you have yeah you you basically have you have a a group of of families that you know uh, a couple hundred years ago at the dawn of credit and banking um, they they actually make a deal with the devil yeah for for power and money and control um, and you know this is this this relationship that they have with Satan is a symbiotic relationship. And if if the devil doesn't get his due, then there's a stock market crash, and he takes away your money. And uh, whoever sit because there's a there's a there's a complicated there's system a council, uh, and council by uh, the way that they conduct their affairs. Yeah, it's and a round it's round table yeah. with four seats. Yeah, and they have something called the stone chair. And whoever happens because they rotate these positions, and whoever happens to be in the stone chair, if the devil's not happy, that's his pound of flesh yeah. on top so, of the market crashing. Yeah, and so that person essentially becomes the sacrificial lamb for the group. Right. And you have, um, because there was, and it was, it, uh, it was after the fall of the Berlin wall when the Eastern bank, cause this was all established. Yes, this by was all Western, Western banks. banks and the Eastern banks. They wanted got to get wind skin of this in the game. They wanted, right. Yeah. Piece of the action. And so they, they basically bartered with, uh, the kind families of. of the Western, you know, in control of the Western banks, um and and they they ended up bartering for the stone chair yeah life lifetime occupancy of the stone chair so they're always the ones yeah. paying the blood sacrifice but now and this is this is where you know in the in the 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 last couple of chapters of this book you find out there's this guy named Victor um Oresko, who, the Russian yeah who is Oh man, there's that I, whole I love scene this with dude. the lawyer. He's so na- he is man. He's evil. He is, yeah. yeah. He is if, but he he has oh. to be the occupant of the stone chair, right? I mean, he's 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 yeah, from the Eastern Bank. Yeah. And well, I I think Victor is he you know being being the the occupant of the stone chair uh, solely is not good enough for him. He seems to be <coughs> making a power play for everything. Yeah, well, it was funny in that chapter. The name of the, uh, one of the because the classic Jonathan Hickman fashion, a lot of these blank pages will have like certain text on them that pertain to what's going. Because there's an actual title of the chapter, and then it'll have something. And in that particular chapter, it said, "Yes, they are sharks." And if you flip a couple extra pages and get to the next session uh, section of the book, it says, "But they're our sharks." <laughs> like I thought that was a nice yeah. touch like to let you know like yeah you're swimming with with some some predators but at least they're kind of on your side yeah, right when when you talk about the Aresco you know being deliciously evil yeah um I like the in they have um in one of the chapters the minutes of his um interview conversation with, with conversation the with Lur. Yeah. This is the thing I like is where they, they have all these minutes and stuff and they always have all these redactions. Yeah, there's a crap but ton of redactions. The thing I like about this is in the one Victor Oresco, they redacted except a few words. 
And then the words that are, are not redacted say, you will never understand what I really am. Yeah, and it's all like going down the page and that's what all the redactions are. And, and, the the and then the next one has, see the blood pouring from my mouth, dripping down my chin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, Johnny. How did you feel, Johnny, reading this book? Did you feel any more like... Um. Like you liked it or you didn't like it because I know we reviewed the first issue and you were right. kind of like, uh, yeah. I think you gave it a four and a half. I love this book. Uh, oh. I knew it. I knew once you got further cool. into it. This book is messed up. <laughs> it <is>. <laughs> <laughs> it's right up my alley. Yes. It's, it's, I want to use the the, uh, the explicit word, but man, this book is messed up. Yeah. Um, I, I love everything about this. It, it's just like the first issue, I was like, okay, it's it's a bunch of, money stuff again and then you know as soon as I started getting to the second issue I was like oh this is kind of interesting and then it, I noticed that it's like midnight and I'm still reading this just I was like I should probably get to sleep I work tomorrow at 6 a.m. are you okay? <laughs> I'm finding a line <laughs> <laughs> I just hear the shriek from over in your section yeah run away dude run away don't do that you're gonna, um, gonna t- whatever. So, oh, the one up on the hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, my God. just run around to the trees. He <laughs> sticks him in the trees. You this just run from tree great to tree. Podcast but material. Grab, grab, grab. The, the run part, up to the another tree. The lawyer, it just that was like. <laughs> oh, you're dead. I mean, I like the book from the first page actually, but uh, but that part with the the lawyer. Yeah, and, where uh, yeah, yeah, he hits your and, head and, on the and table. he and he gives Theo. A little info. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. want you want to see behind the curtain? You know, like I'm just like oh he's my like because the detective like, is in. Talking a like, Russian accent always, please. Because <laughs> no. like, the, the detective the, is careful like, what you wish for, young Johnny. The, God, the detective I, was like, "What just happened?" Yeah. And he, and he leans <laughs> over and he's like, "A man asked me for the truth, and I whispered it to him." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my God." Yes. Could Could you imagine this being like an HBO show and just how far they could take some of this stuff? Like, I, I don't know why this. I, if it's been optioned, cool. I don't think it has. And I, don't oh, know why. I was. I, I hope it stays. I was back. very this. dismissive <laughs> after the first issue. I was like, "Oh, money is the root of all problems." How novel, the you know? Of money yeah, is the root of all right. Whatever, you know. And I was like, "Oh, this sucks." And just reading it more and more, I was like, "This is really interesting. Right. This is well thought out. This like, there's so there's so much information in here. Yep. I'm pretty sure, like, the third read through, you'd still find something new. Oh, yeah. probably. Oh, I." I'll guarantee it. This is, you know, this is different than any other comic I've ever read in my life. And yeah. I don't know. Look, you know, and I, I tell people this to come in the store. I've, I've never opened up a comic and been faced with a table of contents. Right. <laughs> in a single comic in issue. In a single comic yeah. issue. You know, and it's like, you know, that was kind of intimidating. Um, well, we should say but that this- Hickman Hickman is is an absolute master at at world building yes. and character development with without to you know without exposition. I yeah. mean, you know, in this book, he has he has meeting minutes, he has police yeah. reports, he has, he has dictionary entries. He has a lot of exposition, but he um, puts it into the telling. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no, there, there are not a lot of captions yeah. in this book. I don't think there's any captions in this book. I don't, it's all dialogue. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, that's... With the exception of, like, maybe a location, like, kind of yeah. Cancun Investment Bank, 1029 AM. That's yeah, the, the most... The, the, ex, the exposition yeah, comes in the metatextual stuff and a lot of, and a lot through um, the art and the color. 
and yeah. honestly I don't think you need a bunch of the you know the minutes and stuff like that it, it helps it, it's uh, it, great because it expands on what he's doing that's all candy yeah, that's all candy. Because the f- and I I will consume every bit of it because oh my god, is it good? Yeah, like the the first read through, I skipped all of that, and I was like, well, that's a really great story. Wow. And the second read through, this uh, like I don't know, like an hour ago, I don't I don't know how long ago, um, <laughs> uh, I read you know all of the little things by themselves, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. There's so yeah. much depth. Yeah. There's. And there. We, we should say this is a thick trade. It's four issues because each of the yeah. each of the issues was like double size. It's really like eight. Like, it, it feels like one of those like fifty pages. Yeah. Yeah. and they're all that. It way. feels like one of those way. trades that collects like two trades inside one yeah. of them. You it's, know, it's yeah. hefty, but oh, it, it's the, like a two hundred page. Book. I really enjoyed reading this. Two hundred fifty three. Yeah, I really enjoyed reading Ooh. this all the way through. Like I I enjoy the single issues, but man, sitting down and going through this like all the way um, as just a co- complete story. Yeah, was it, so it great. Re- it reads as a novel very well. Yeah. yeah, and we should we should say there's you know some of the other stuff that's in this. The uh, there's this secret language that's been around right since like the beginning of time that the uh, the like the Rothschilds and the people that are involved in all this stuff know how to speak to one another and read and, and write. read and and whatnot. There's a familiar that works for the Rothschilds. Yeah, I was gonna say this um, is a good time to bring up Abby. Yeah, Abby the familiar, like that, and whatever that is going on with that, like I, oh my god, dude, if she if she showed up in this shop right now speaking in that whatever tongue, I would be like, sorry guys, I gotta do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, she's just, she is, she's, oh my god. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> it's terrifying and like, hey, all at the same time. Yeah. Great book. I I could uh, yeah I could gush about this book. And the oh. I want to say a little bit about Tom Coker. Oh, because hey. so much about how well this book <coughs> is done is the fact that he's such a beast with this. This is the kind of book this guy needs to do. I think yeah. that I think that's what I love most about the book. And you know, there's a lot to love in this book, but I think I was really attracted to the art because without this, guy this does art, faces yeah. yeah and expressions and. Shadows, shadows, oh, and yeah. and his co- coloring is very, uh, you know, uh, like earthy tones, like very the, dark. The it's, it feels very noirish. Exactly, it feels very noirish. Yeah, I love the art myself. Um, the the thing I like about the art is he has the the nerve to be very subtle. Yeah, a lot of comic artists don't, and and he'll have a character stand in the same spot for like six or seven panels and then the only movement being a twitch of the lip but it communicates everything incredibly and yeah and, yeah, and, I, and well, then the color is a character almost yeah in this book yeah. especially with well, things I tip my hat to um hickman with yeah. with the art too for for this reason um east of west has I, I can't imagine anybody else drawing that nope. other than than Nick Dragota. Yeah, you know he Dragota is the perfect artist for that book. Tom Coker is the perfect artist for this for book. this story. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what went into Hickman tapping those two guys to write these stories, but I cannot imagine. I think he's a writer that knows art. how to write to the strength of the artist also. Well, I mean, he yeah. was an artist first. Well, he's a yeah, yes. And yeah. I, and I think that that's I think he has he has 
um, and an understanding of art mm-hmm. uh, and, and the medium that, you know. He, he probably looks for somebody that draws it the way he wished he could. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, he's a pretty decent artist, yeah. uh, but not if you ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, at least I'm assuming from based off some of his Twitter comments. Yeah, but um, once he started writing, it just like everything clicked, you know, for him. And uh, obviously, he I, I I assume he pays his artists well because he you know he picks them and he's like, oh, you're perfect for my book, you know. Uh, Tom Coker, Tom Coker, that's his name, right? Yep. Is is perfect. I love this book so much more because of his art it's it's dark and unnerving and it's amazing like what he does with facial expressions um what's this guy's name uh, ivan right victor victor, victor. sorry I, I went with a russian name so <laughs> well victor with well, a k victor victor yeah, so right. victor's very okay. russian exactly so. like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's like uh scowling in in this panel and then in the next one he's doing this creepy ass smile and, yeah. and i'm like this is amazing. So it's the kind of smile like a, a mobster would give yeah. you that would just unnerve you. Yeah, you you've said before, Jonathan. I'm a, I'm a man of extremes. You know, yes. from like My Little Pony to like Nail Biter. Yes. This is probably like you know My Little Pony, and then this is like on the other, other side, other at complete opposite end of the spectrum. And I loved it. Yep. Yeah. I'm nowhere in the middle. I'm on one side or the other. That <laughs> makes me happy that yeah. you like it. Yeah, another so convert. Do we want to? <laughs> do we want to do stars? Because we haven't talked a whole lot implicitly about the story within you don't this. Want to ruin they, the story? It's really yeah, good. you really need. No, to I don't think we can. Like, I can't do it. Justice. Break it down. Yeah, yeah. you when have you to start talking it. about it. You talk about everything about it. Yeah, because then yeah. you don't. No. Yeah. Plus, we'd be here all night if we actually tried to break down how much is in this book. So, um, if if based off of that pitch alone and, and us gushing about how great this particular story is. It's it's twenty bucks, nineteen ninety nine for the the trade. Four sixteen dollars here. Sixteen dollars here. Four fifty page issues, right? Ish. Over yeah. that, what did yeah. you say, Johnny? It was two hundred fifty three. Two twenty three of the story, and then like extras. Two two forty sketches up yeah. until two forty is like okay. the bonus stuff. Right. So That's twenty bucks, sixteen dollars here, right? Yep. So pretty good. Um, heck yes. Yeah. Uh, Convert anyway, to the Church a of Mammon. Any price. Yeah. So let's do some stars. Roger. Five. David. I'm going to go with five. Johnny. You know, like a... No, I'm kidding. Yeah, five. <laughs> and I'm going to say five, so it's All-Star Comics Podcast Certified. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Approved oh, or certified. Oh, both? both. Don't both Don't mean similar things? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Anyway, let's go ahead and go over some previews. Five stars. Five, <laughs> five yes. pentagrams and a seance <laughs> that's on top. Good. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, that's how good it is. All right. From Marvel Comics, we have All New Wolverine number 19, America number 2, Avengers number 6, Bullseye number 3 of 5, Captain America Steve Rogers number 15, Champions number 7, Iron Fist number 2, Jessica Jones number 7, Nova number 5, Royals number 1 is out next week. Uh, Spider-Man number 15, Spider-Man Deadpool number 16, Spider-Man Homecoming Prelude number 2 of 2. Good grief. Okay. Um, Star Wars number 30, Star Wars Rogue One Adaption, number one of six, True Believers Giant Size X-Men number one, True Believers X-Men number one, Uncanny Avengers number 22, and X-Men Gold, I guess is what we're reviewing. I thought we were doing Royals because of John Boy. No. I want to do Royals, but we can also do another issue. Well, yeah, we did Inhumans this week, and that's another Inhumans book. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it is. We'll we'll wait a few issues. Gold, is that the... Colossus team? Yes. Yeah. It's sweet. 
the original team. <laughs> That's yeah. why I picked that yeah. one. I, I, I kind of like that look of that because it's yeah. like my X-Men. Yeah, yeah the 90s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's basically uh, the no, 90s. No, it's like the 80s, 80s. X-Men because it's like the giant size. Right, because Blue would be group. the all-new X-Men team kind of, right? Yeah, the, Gold the, is like the, the kid team. version of the original. Gotcha. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, we're doing the good one. <sighs> Uh, from DC Comics, we have Aquaman number 20, Batman number 20, Cyborg number 11, DC Comics Bombshells number 25, Deathstroke number 16, and I guess that's what we're reviewing. That's probably in the yeah. middle of a story arc, so y'all aren't going to... Re- like, I'm sure it'll be I good. I want to do Superman oh, so, so bad. But, but didn't you say Deathstroke was pretty solid? D- I love Deathstroke. Yeah. Oh, so yeah? I'm digging the heck out of Deathstroke. Cool. It'll be the first one ever, so yeah. I, um, I, I'll see. Uh, anyway, Fallen Rise of Captain Adam number 4 of 6. Uh, Green Arrow number 20, Green Lanterns number 20, Harley Quinn number 17, Injustice Ground Zero number 9, Justice League number 18, Nightwing number 18, and Superman number 20, which will be probably the best book for me next week. Uh, (laughs) From Indie Comics, uh, we have Adventure Time number 63, Black Cloud number 1, Eleanor and the Egret number 1, yeah, Egret. Whatever. Extremity number two. Faith. Ongoing series number 10. Invader Zim number 18, Johnny. Uh, Paper Girls number 13. Providence number 12 of 12. And that's what we're viewing, so I'm not sleeping <laughs> Wednesday night. <laughs> Is that a scary um, book? It's a scary book by oh, Alan Moore. I'll stay away from that. It, but it's, I mean, it's a... Uh, it's like Elder Gods and stuff. Psychological yeah. scary at the same time, right? Yeah. I, I'm really curious to see where where he ends this and, and to see how you guys yeah I haven't liked a lot of Alan Moore's work I hope this kind this of is exceptional is it because I but I man I, of but extremes Johnny I'm well, curious yeah. I'm curious to see how 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 it ends mm-hmm. and then how also you you know how you take you know this single issue and and like what okay so we'll see yeah uh, from there we have Riverdale ongoing number one uh, Savage Things, number two of eight. Uh, Sovereigns, number zero. Walking Dead, number 166. And that's it for our single comics. For graphic novels, we have Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, trade paperback, volume one, Who is Oracle? That's a rebirth title. Captain America, Epic Collection, trade paperback, Justice is Served. Chew Omnivore Edition, hardcover, volume six. Earth huh, that's two- funny. It's an omnibus, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, actually, it's not. Uh, uh, the Omnivores. The Omnivores. Are these guys? Oh, I'd be better if it was an omnibus. Well, the smorgasbord. The smorgasbord is, is the I, omnibus. I, I think when it launched, it was their version of an omnibus. It's just they've gotten a bigger yeah. one now. Hey, yeah. don't kick the. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Earth Two Society Trade Paperback Volume Three: A Whole New World. A whole new world. <laughs> was that necessary? Um, that was. <laughs> it was absolutely necessary. Uh, <laughs> East of West, The Apocalypse Year Two hardcover. Oh, that's all uh, you're getting those back in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they came out last week, right? Yeah. yeah. Woo! That's a restock well, for we Jonathan. Had a, well, we had a, a partial fill on our order. Did those sell? I don't right? think. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't they're think. They're super nice. I don't yeah. think Diamond got their entire shipment, and so everybody's right. uh, orders were allocated. You got two. So, yeah, we got two. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so, I keep looking at so the year one collection. It's. So it, nice. Basically, one of them is mine, is yeah. what it comes down to. Um, the rest of you can cage match. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Green Arrow Trade Paperback Volume 2, Island of Scars. That's a rebirth title also. Excuse me. Uh, Lumberjanes Trade Paperback Volume 6, That's Johnny. That's so good. I know. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Trade Paperback Volume 1. That's restock. Oh, okay. Oh, I was like, pink? pink comes out next week. Yeah. Oh. Well, then. I uh, missed it. Yeah, just mistyping that. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Special Edition hardcover of A New Hope is out, and Superman Trade Paperback 
uh, Volume 2, Trials of the Super Sons. And Jonathan's buying a lot That's of graphic awesome. novels next week. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we are also reviewing Hellboy Volume 1 next yes. week. So that'll be cool because I've never read Hellboy. Yeah. Ever. A lot of it is good. I've I've yeah. I've read random issues here and there, but I've never I, I've never read Seed of Destruction. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's and we'll one. have your brother Daniel. Yeah, my brother's gonna be in. Yeah, sweet. Uh, as always, this isn't the complete list, but you can go to horizoncomics.com, click on the button up in the top corner, new releases. Yep, and it's updated every Monday. Yep. So bam word. <coughs> Excuse me. I apologize to how I sound to everybody that listens tonight. I am getting over the flu. I am not contagious. And not infecting my panelists. Yeah, I'll let you know about that. But uh, <laughs> but, he, but I just, sound funny. But he uh, is contagious to the listeners. <laughs> I just have one thing. I yep. wanted to shove it in Johnny's face because Power Rangers was a pretty good movie. <laughs> Johnny, how was Power Rangers? <laughs> it was probably my favorite movie that I've seen this year. Oh, nice. thank you very much. I loved it. I loved it so much. I kind of want to see it again. Wait a minute. Did, did you see Logan? I did see Logan. What are you? Yeah. Saying? It wasn't better than Logan. I'm it wasn't better that. than Logan, <laughs> but it's my favorite movie that I've seen this year. It was the one he had the most okay. fun in. Logan. Oh my down. God! It was. Yeah, Logan was so depressing, man. But it was so good. Which I still need to see that also. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go uh, see Power Rangers. No. It's the no. Breakfast Club. Dude, I'm getting so Dude. behind on my movies. I've got, I've got to see Kong. I've Me got too. to see Power Rangers. I've got to see Ghost in the Beauty Shell. And the Beast. This weekend? Beauty Ghost, Beauty. Ghost in the Shell Ghost this the weekend. Shell, yeah. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> now, everything I've heard hey. about Beauty and the Beast is that it's Oh, it's amazing. amazing. Uh, my, it's my amazing. My folks went and saw it, and they, they all adore I'm it. With, I'm wow. in love with Josh Gad's character, LeFou. Yeah. Cool. I don't understand remaking it if it's the same exact thing that the animated it's, was, though. It, I've it, never seen the animated. Basically the same. I know. Get out of here! I know. There's, yeah, I'm understanding. I mean, there's some differences, <laughs> but it's... I mean, it's pretty close. pretty close. My mom said it Dude, was a Emma dead. Watson. I have a thing with Devin, Evan Wa- Emma, Emma Watson. Evan? <laughs> Devin Watson. Do you want me to go into no, this? No, no, no. Keep like, going. Keep yes. going. No, she's Hermione. No. Continue exactly. the show. Exactly. She's a... Never mind. I'm not going to Continue the show. <laughs> Continue the show. I don't think she's as capable and a- as an actress as everybody makes her out to be. She was good And I think Potter. there is a better good. choices for Belle than Emma freaking Watson. She's Emma Watson. Yeah, but she's... There's only so much of the snooty British tone I can take from that girl before oh, I just dude, get it's so done. Good. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Expecto Patron. <laughs> hey, my mom loved Beauty and the Beast. She said it was great, so I just have to I have to have time and money to go see nice. all these movies. Yeah, this it was my first time watching it, so I cried. There you, you go. really need to watch the OG one, dude. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I actually haven't seen a lot of Disney OG okay, movies. Oh, my great gosh. Keep going. Right. Well, it was the first animated feature that um, – Got an Academy a Best Picture nomination. Yep, really. Yeah, mm. dude, the ballroom sequence alone. Anyway, mm. uh, so for news, we don't have a lot of comic news this week, unfortunately. But Not we, much. Let me double check too, just real quick. So while you're doing that, hit me uh, with something if you get it. Uh, so if you were living under a rock this past weekend, you might have missed the fact that there was a great <laughs> Justice League trailer that mm. got dropped. So it looks okay. Shut up, Matt. It's, you, it's your, okay. you hyped up the Power Rangers so much. No, 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 Let no, no, me no. have this. No, no, no. Okay, I didn't hype up Power <laughs> Rangers. I was hyping on people hating on Power Rangers because they're like, it looks dumb. I'm like, it looks just like any other superhero. And this movie. looks like an awesome superhero yeah. movie. It looks fine. I said it I'll, looks okay. I'll, I'll admit it looks good, but so did the trailer for Batman v Superman. No, it, no, well, that's no, it that's didn't. Bad trailer. No, it didn't because they threw in Gollum Doomsday, and it was like, what the heck is no, that? No, that was they, a later trailer. They, that was a they, bad trailer. They, 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 well, I'm talking about the first trailer. Was the last they also okay. gave away a lot in the trailers. I'm, they need to stop doing these three-minute, three-and-a-half-minute 
trailers. Give me a 90 second trailer. That's yeah, it. give me a tease. <laughs> this will probably be the only trailer I watch yep. up until you know I go see the actual movie, and then I'll go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, you know, apparently the internet blew up because the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer Which, gave away too much. That's another thing on here. I haven't I, seen it. I've been told. I was told like through my Twitter feed. A bunch of actual comic writers like Jonathan Hickman, like some of these other guys that like go and see these movies, they're like, don't watch the new Spider-Man trailer. It gives they a lot of people felt it give gave away too much. Uh, I haven't seen I haven't the trailer, seen it, yeah. so I probably yeah. won't see it. And Was I, that in like in July? Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, it's July. July. Well, 7th, here's the thing. If uh, this is what I would say, if 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 you don't mind spoilers and stuff, then watch away. If 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 you're if you're the type of person that does that you don't want it spoiled, you know storyline yeah. and stuff like that. Don't watch it. That I used to be <coughs> when I was younger, I'd be like, give me all the spoilers, rain down the spoilers upon me before. Yeah. And then I realized, like, I'd go into a movie and I'd be like, I know this, I know this. You're ruining. I know it this, yeah. and I'd start losing a little bit of that magic going to the movies and being surprised, like when you were a kid and you had, you, like, because sometimes when you're a kid, all you see is like the poster. You don't even really pay attention to the trailer, right? Yeah. yeah. And you go in and your mind's blown away. Like, no joke. My mom took me to see the Mighty Ducks when it came out. It changed my life. Okay. <laughs> I changed why. my life. <laughs> okay. Not even joking. And my little nine-year-old, eight-year-old brain was blown. I was like, "What? There's this magical sport called hockey." So, um, so anyway, I, I started to think like, man, I got to stop like ruining these like cinematic experiences and like actually yeah. just start like blocking out all advertisements beyond like maybe one or two teases. And that's I'll, it. I'll watch the yeah. first one and yeah. that's all I need. If it's beyond, if it's two and a half minutes, I'm like, mm, it's like too much. PBS trailer. It's a little too much. That was three and a half But this, minutes. but I will say the new Spider-Man trailer does give away a ton. Yeah. As far as seemingly, I'll say seemingly. Yeah, because you know, because you yeah. don't you don't know until you see the Same movie way. and match it up. I mean, they could. I mean, everything in the trailer could have been in the first five minutes. I think it was a Sony but decision. It it appears to give away a lot, so take that into consideration. I mean, like, and for when instance, you Captain America, um, the most recent Captain America Civil War. It, it, yeah, its preview appeared to give away the whole story, and it hardly did. Yeah, that's true. You know, because there was true. this whole the whole, the whole third thing, act yeah. where the was, meat of that movie is was completely yeah. held from us, except for the video game looking fight scene at yeah. the end of yeah, the, trailer. the airport scene. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the one where oh yeah, where, the Civil War where, scene where the three of them are fighting and it looks like a cutscene from a video game. But, so, yeah, <laughs> um, I don't have anything. In other news, uh, is this the pilot for Black Lightning that's getting made? It's the screenshot from the show. Screenshot from the show. Yeah. I, I okay. So there's been rumors of Black Lightning getting an actual pilot, and I'm assuming it's the screenshots from it looks the like pilot. A screenshot straight out of Legends of Tomorrow. That's what it is. Okay. And it's like the same lighting and effects. So, in other words, if this doesn't go anywhere, he's probably going to end up on Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> that show is bad. So, <laughs> the, the, the 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 later episodes of this season have been pretty good. Um, good as in good or good as in better than before? Good as in good. Okay. It They haven't meandered around the way they did with Vandal Savage in the first season. Because oh. that was my complaint is they took too long with that story. Gotcha. Um, but and they apparently it's greenlit for a third season, and they've promised to bring in other characters. So we'll see. Um, and then this is just a little bit of, for all you '90s kids, um, me, hey, and and whatnot. I don't know if you guys remember this little uh, Saturday morning cartoon show that was the first CG yep. Saturday morning cartoon show reboot is getting a reboot. Yep. 
And live action reboot, right? A what? I, I didn't read that far into it. Is it? I thought I saw a screenshot of it was live action. Oh. What? With, so, uh, sacrilege. So with, the show with Emma Watson. I could be wrong. <laughs> so, so the show that its entire gimmick was that it was a 3D animated show is getting a live, live action. action. Let, let me There's double check that. Irony could, in I'm that. probably completely wrong. But I don't know about you guys, but I thought that show was great. As it a was kid. cool. I, I don't recall that show. I barely oh, remember. Maybe I was, was just too old Reboot. for that one. It was one of the first CG animated Saturday morning cartoon I've shows. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Hmm. It took place within a computer. And the yeah. bad guy was named Megabyte. Yeah, I, I think by the time that it was, awesome. tra- it was a Transformers rip. Uh, I think by the time that came around, I wasn't watching Saturday morning cartoons anymore. Yeah, I was. Uh-huh. I was a little older, but I remember being like, you know, like I think twelve, thirteen, being like, it's kind of cool. <laughs> like, oh, this is creepy. Yeah, the animation, like if you look what at it f- now by today's standards, is terrible. Yeah, it's. But at the time, you're like, oh my god, this looks amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah cause, cause and the, the name the of the hero was dude. Bob. <laughs> like uh, he was, he was tasked with protecting uh, the the inner computer. Yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, back then we were like, oh my god, that's CGI. And now we're like, no a, more CGI. <laughs> oh, I think it's yeah, live action reimagining of the classic show. Yeah, I just showed Jonathan a picture wow. of like the cast and yeah. gear. It looks like the show. Anyways, I don't know, man. I, it looks different. The television show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So. Uh, oh, I remember that. Questions? We got, we got, questions? We got oh. a question. Well, uh, uh, Jim Lee uncovered the uh, cover to Injustice 2 comic. Cool. Oh, did. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm excited that for that comic. Co- There's the cover. What was the question? Uh, so, from Blake. Uh, do you think the follow-up to Black Monday Murders will be <laughs> oh, great. Black Friday... All hail the god of sales. I don't understand what he's asking. <laughs> you never do. <laughs> no, I don't know who. I don't. I don't know who's asking it. You dare mock this series? <laughs> banned from the shop. Banned. <laughs> he put. He put. Read the second part. Don't forget. <laughs> which was all hail the god of sales. So, um, and then second question. This is the actual real one. Uh, what's your favorite Hickman series to date and why? Ooh. It's a toss-up. <sighs> Mine's between, East to West. Between East to West and this. Wait, what else did he write? Avengers, he wrote Fantastic Nine Four. News. Manhattan Project's pretty good. Um, New Avengers and Manhattan Avengers. Project. That was really good. I don't know what <laughs> happened to that. It's not done. Secret Wars. Uh, which was, yeah, but Secret I, but Wars. I don't uh, think... Look, I, the, I, I love Hickman's Marvel stuff. Fantastic I really Four. Do. I think it's great. But I think as even as as you know broad uh, as the Marvel universe is, I think it constrains his imagination. Yeah, that's, either that or that's, or the Marvel editors do, yeah. because what he's done with with East of West and um, Black Monday. Well, I think he did because I think that there are things that Mar- that Marvel editors like. Oh no, you can't do that. Yeah, you know. Uh, much like you know at DC when Alan Moore wanted to write Watchmen with with the Charlton characters, but um, you know you look at uh, I have not read not Nightly News, but you look at East of West and Black Monday Murders and Manhattan Project. This this yeah. dude's imagination is off Deep. the charts. Manhattan Deep. Project needs to come back. I don't that know book? whatever happened to it, but he <sighs> stopped. Well, it started a new series, like a spinoff series. But like that book, no, no, no it was one? essentially it was essentially the same series. It just uh, took off from a 
a separate group of characters. Oh, it was the God, characters that went into space. Yeah. So, what, but, um, what happened to that series? That uh, book just was went. it called The Dying and the Dead? I think it was like a two or three issue three issues, series. Yeah. Did it finish? Yeah, yeah that was it. Because they were all three were big, yeah, chunks like double issues. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a, not a not a not a big mover. Mm. I ne- I never read any. Yeah, my favorite. I read the first West. one and I was kind of like, this is a weird. Yeah, book. I, I I recall reading Ma- an issue of Manhattan Project a while ago, and yeah. then it was it was one of those mini. Picked up the first one and then. You weren't hooked on the first issue? Oh, no. I, I could have been hooked. Um, you see, I have this thing where I buy a first issue, and I love it, and then six months will pass, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, there was that that book. <laughs> and, nice. You know, and then that's when I usually pick up a trade and yep. well, properly get into something. Hickman really earned my respect uh, with the, what, it was the first issue of Manhattan Project. Yes is really where he, he earned my respect because he pissed me off so bad. With Oppenheimer? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you, you can't do that. You pitched just, me that book because you were like, what do you feel like today? Because it was one of those days where, Roger, I need something to read. And you you just kind of like had wringing your hands like, do, do you like World War II? <laughs> I think I'm like, like it, yeah. within 20 pages after the first issue, it was already over my head. I was and you like, told me specifically, you're like, I can't believe he did what he did yeah, it's just, to right. Oppenheimer in that it book. Was, I, and I, I mean, was like, well, now I have to read it. Yeah. And I, I mean, was it, like, this is amazing. sacrilege. I mean, yeah. you can't. It's like you you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dude's an but, American, but that, you that know, icon you a bold mind. in science, and yeah, yeah, and I I mean it, but it made me, it made me so angry, what he did that I had to keep reading it. Yeah, and 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 I respect that. I mean, when somebody yeah. can when somebody can uh, elicit you know uh, an extreme emotional response from from a story. Um, that you know respect which anybody listening there's like two hardcover volumes which i think has the first four trades of that series all put together worth coming into roger and getting totally worth having but i I, I have to i I own both volumes of that yeah the hardcovers um east east to western black money murders for me and that's that's really a tough That's a tough choice to make because it's East really West kinda... has been around for a long time, and I'm heavily invested in that yeah. and and seeing it through. Um, I I probably give the edge to Black Monday Murders. It's but it's almost like what mood are you in today? What flavor yeah. of Jonathan Hickman do you want? Yeah, I'm even looking. I remember this now. Um, apparently, I remember the the like critical acclaim his ultimates run got and it was only like 10 issues or something i remember everyone was like oh, oh it's so good wow yes and that, yeah it got canceled because yeah. no one was reading it but I, like those 10 issues apparently were like oh this is the best run of these characters in ultimate universe ever yeah. and that's that's what i mean is like yeah. what flavor of hickman do you, are you in the mood for it yeah. because the dude can do just about anything and everything yeah and it's awesome yeah and i don't look i don't hey, Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll Google myself and and see if I'm wrong. I don't remember him being nominated for uh, an Eisner Award in the last six years. Uh, uh, they, let, let's talk Monday. I have a feeling he was going this weekend. I he was think get nominations for this thing. I think I think <laughs> East of West was Eisner 2008 Nightly News. 2011. 2011. Yeah, well, I'm talking. Uh, well, I said at least I said the last six years. Um, yeah, nightly news that that rings a bell that he did. Yeah, 
2013 for Best Writer in Manhattan Did he get one and for East of West? For 2014 uh, nominated for Best Continuing Series East of West. And he got snubbed because they gave it yeah. to Saga again. He didn't win any. Just nominated. Yeah. Which yeah. is, okay. it was one of those things, that, it was one of those times where I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Because by Same. that point, we were invested in East of West. <laughs> okay. And it was like, how could you not? Oh, he was have also this series nominated for best writer uh, for East of West, The Manhattan Projects, Avengers, and Infinity. And he didn't win any of them. Of 2000, that's sacrilege. No, that's absolute sacrilege. Well, I mean, well, Sago, come on. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Look, I, I, I love, I love Brian K. Vaughn. I do, yeah. I yeah. do. That was the hipster choice. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm sorry, that was the hipster choice. Th- those two books, one isn't better than the other. Oh no, I disagree. That's as much <laughs> as I, as dude, I know, I know I, I'm gonna piss you off. In 2013, no, no, no. I, uh-huh. As much, as much as I, I look, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to take away from Saga. Fiona's a fantastic artist. Uh, BKV is great at what he does, but, but. My go-to book still, still, and this is true back in 2013, was East of West. Right. When that book's out, I read that before. And if it happens to come out on the week that Saga's out, I don't care. But I will read East of West first. But he deserved an actual win. What if you're on a panel and four people say Saga and you're the only one says East I will West, lobby you know? hard to change their minds. <laughs> I'm just, that's how it worked out to be. So that's what yeah. happened. Because both of those books, I don't think but you I'm can sorry, say one. To, to me, they had already... Just, Saga had already won once at I that will, point. I will whisper to them and tell them the truth. <laughs> yeah, you know, but exactly. <laughs> Saga, had, Saga had already won, and I, right. I would be like, dude, you guys are just right. doing the hipster sales right. thing. It's the popular book, so but that's what we're giving it to. As a quality level, both those books are past the threshold of being amazing. You can't compare to like where they fit on a good chart. You know, it's just they're both the best they can be. Yes, but <laughs> but once again, it, no. It's personal preference. That's it, what it comes down to. Well, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of this is personal preference, but I'm sorry. Like if you if you pick the same book like two two different times in a row, that's how I think there's. Work. I, I, let me let me say this. <laughs> I, you know this because I look. I love Saga. Yeah. I love Brian K. Vaughan. Yeah, once and again, I don't want to don't want to say anything. You know, uh, negative about his writing or his stories. Um, I think that. BKV's writing st- style is more approachable That's right. to a larger audience Definitely. Than, than Hickman. A lot of people, I think, that read Hickman feel like, oh, I'm in over my head really quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? That was me for the first issue yeah, of Black you, One Emerge. You, ha- you have to be a person that. Uh, yeah, it, they tend what he tends to write tends to be complicated texts. And then some not, people need to start getting some not, like uh, scuba gear and strapping not, up and not, diving deep, man, because you know, you know, it's, it's worth it. You know, it's, it's worth like, the journey. It's not like you know you're reading James Joyce or something, but you know it's uh, no. But but, his, well, but on his, the other hand, Saga is very breezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. light and airy. Johnny, well, I wasn't defending. Don't, don't I, was just to, I am so done. No. <laughs> Yeah. No, I get it. I, I get it. It's yeah. it's all subjective at the end of the day. Yeah. But that book deserves a lot more accolades than it gets, and it certainly deserves some. Yeah, definitely. In spite of the fact that that subjectively good it. and objectively a great book, you know, yeah. you can't deny it's not a great. Yeah. East to West, Black Money Murders, both deserve wins. Yep. I, I mean, Manhattan deserves a win. I, I'm, like I said, I'm betting Black Monday Murders is going to get some nominations. It probably um, will. At WonderCon. Yeah. All right. 
Johnny. Yo, what up? What favorite Hickman? <laughs> oh, okay. Series of the last, you know, whatever. Um, I really love East of West, but after reading this, I kind of just want to, you know, consume more Black Monday murders. You want to set up a seance? Oh, dude, I already have Pentagram in my room. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's already set up. Communing with the Black yeah. Pope. <coughs> got, oh, a, got a few 20s under him. Yeah. <laughs> He's cutting his hand and just dripping blood on the money. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Those red printed $1,000 bills. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Cool. Um, Thanks for the question, Blake. Yes, thank you, Blake. Cool. Um, before we go, we should offer up a shout out to one of my favorite people. It's his birthday today. Yeah. He's going to be listening True. to this. And he's going to be like, oh, crap. <laughs> so happy birthday, Blaine. Yeah. It's Blaine. Blaine's birthday. We love you. We miss you on the show. We do miss you. Happy uh, birthday. We can't wait till the day that you're back on. But happy birthday, dude. Hope it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, that all being said, we don't have any new reviews this nope. week. So guys, nope. get on iTunes. I am leave us, so leave disappointed in all of you. Leave us some love if you haven't. <laughs> Tastes like two minutes. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So Right anyway. in one sentence. Come yeah. on. If uh, if you're digging what you're hearing, you like the content, uh, and you want to go above and beyond, you go to patreon.com slash podcast, And $1 gets you on the basic stuff. $3 gets you the exclusive content. And then there's other things, yeah. uh, fun goodies and tears all, all the way up from there. So um, you can check that out. Uh, and also, guys, if you like what you hear, like, share, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, that's That's how we survive. Uh, and then if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, at Horizon yeah. Comics. <laughs> at Horizon Comics. Yes, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. I, I don't tweet. I, just I, I'll, I'll leave that for the president. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, or me. Facebook Jesus. and Instagram. Yeah. At, uh, at Horizon, yeah, Horizon Comics. Find, David, find us. Uh, the only place I'm really at with any regularity is uh, David Arroyo Art on Instagram. I do all my updates for for my comic work and such there. And um, you do post regularly. Yes, sketches. I, I try stuff. to post very regularly. Um, try to keep the humor up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Johnny, catch me at WonderCon this weekend. All three oh, days. That's, oh, yeah. I wish I could go. Yeah. Oh yeah? yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm. Johnny, you have to get over your, your fear of interviewing and speaking to people. Who's yeah. going to be there? Anyone cool? Going to get drunk. Mark anyway, you, <laughs> you can follow. <laughs> You're too young. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me everywhere at the Johnny 2 by 4 And I am at St. Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram. I can be, uh, you know, frequently reached there if anybody has any issues with things I say. Like, yeah, he'll immediately say, I'm <laughs> like, sorry, I'm like, sorry, I'm like, sorry. Like, like, I, like most people usually do. Um, you can you can complain there. That's just the complaint department at yeah. this point. Um, <laughs> but, hey, I have fun. Uh, Hydra 5-5 five five yeah. is where Matthew and, Lubick and, um, is I'm, at. I'm Matthew starting Joseph a new uh, video game podcast. I filmed the first pilot episode. Should be out soon, so be on the lookout for that. Video game reviews, discussion, reviews, questions, all that jazz. Cool. Right on. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.